Hello, folks. Welcome to People on the Way. The podcast. I'm Susan Petrago. And I'm Anthony Moganum. This week's episode is the Mini Lights Emerging Artist Program, which is affiliated with City Lights Theater in downtown San Jose. This week, Caesar and I had the chance to sit down with Yvette Del Toro and Aaron Southard of the Mini Lights Emerging Artist Program, which Caesar had mentioned is affiliated with City Lights Theater in downtown San Jose. This was actually recorded on the stage at City Lights Theater, which took Caesar and I back to our heyday of doing stagecraft back in high school. Heyday. During the show, we talked about the goals that the program has, some of the challenges involved in the San Jose theater scene, as well as the humble beginnings of the program. Yeah, it was really cool uh, getting to know them and uh, learning what they're all about. They actually do have a show coming up uh, called Boom, which is scheduled to release at the beginning of next year. If you want to learn more about uh, the show, upcoming shows, and more about the program, you can visit them at www.minilights.org, or you can get them on Facebook at CLTC Mini Lights. And enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. appreciate you guys having us sitting here on the stage of city lights theater yeah um tell us a little bit about mini lights we know you're associated with the city lights but how did it come up what do you guys do what's the what's your purpose so uh mini lights actually started as a joke between um the members of our group and um and the staff members and the the staff members um (laughs) It was just kind of a, well, wouldn't it be nice if we had like a second stage thing that we could run and that we could learn to um, produce shows through? And one of our members, who's our, um, she's our project manager, project manager yeah. Charnay, she was like, oh, it'd be so cute if, you know, um, like you could be Minnie Lisa, who's our artistic director, <laughs> and then I would be Minnie Ann. And she just started giving everybody, you know, kind of assigned mentors. Um, and we brought it up to Lisa and her eyes just lit grew, up. just lit up. And then <laughs> yeah. she was like, oh, my God, you guys, this is a great idea. And we um, were totally joking. She's like, no, you're doing it now. She's like, no, this no, we're going to figure something out. Oh, my God, this is amazing. And we were like, OK, sure. And that was about two years ago. Oh, and wow. We, and we mm-hmm. joked we were mini lights, A, because we were mini versions of all the staff members in the office. And we were all short. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's where it came Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so that's how it started. And then, you know, time passed, we kind of kept talking about it, but it wasn't, you know, really solidified. And then it got serious because Lisa brought it back up and said, you know, I think this is a good idea. All of you guys are under 30. Um, we're all very serious about theater and we want to know how to run a theater company responsibly. Um, and I feel like we have very good, um, We've learned a lot of good instincts. stuff from the company, <laughs> yeah, and we have just, good instincts. Yeah, yeah, I think we just absorbed a lot from working in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have a background in marketing, but I was the marketing intern, and I learned mm-hmm. a lot from that. Oh, okay. So when I went to do pretty much all the marketing for Many Lights, it was just the stuff that I had learned from City Lights directly. So nice. Yeah, they well, really cultivated us. Yeah. Are you guys a nonprofit, or what's how are you? listed so to speak yeah so we we are technically a branch of city lights so since city lights theater company is a nonprofit, we are kind of lumped it oh, okay. with them um 
They're like our parent. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the parent organization. Um, they're like the parent that's like sending you off to college and saying, okay, you have to pay for all your textbooks now. <laughs> yeah. But they are providing that cushion of, hey, if you have questions, come to us. That's what we're here for. That's great. Yeah. So we've had to learn how to create our own budget. Um, we will be paying um, a minimal fee, I think, less than other people pay to rent the space. But we, w- we will be paying to rent the space mm-hmm. um, for the five days that we'll be using it. Um, we've learned how to write grants. We've yes. been, Erin <laughs> uh, has had to do a bunch of her own marketing stuff. I created a website for yeah. the first time. Which we so, saw. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the mission behind Mini Lights? What's, wanna... what's the, the purpose of the organization? Yeah. Um, the purpose and the mission is to create um, an opportunity for younger generations under 30 for in our case um, to have the opportunity to step up into arts administration roles. Uh, We saw that there's a need in the community to keep producing theater, to um, grow it Mm -hmm. as the technology is growing. The arts is kind of chugging along sometimes and we wanted to create more opportunities for that and Mm -hmm give ourselves a hands-on experience being arts administrators so that if we want to go on and create our own company, we would be able to do that. Okay. And is it involved with the community? Do you guys have community involvement with, I think there's five or six of you guys who are actually running the the core group. Mm -hmm. How does it work in that aspect? Um, Well, what we've learned through City Lights, so City Lights for every production that they do they have a nonprofit partner that is typically someone in the community, um, another nonprofit organization that is local that typically ties with the show or just, you know, sometimes it's just because it's a great organization that's local that we're like, hey, we'd like to highlight you. And they do cross promotion. Okay. So in that way, we are trying to uh, secure our own nonprofit partners um, mm-hmm. or just community um, partnerships. Yeah. So we've also recently um, been talking to Play on Words which is a another group that's based locally that um, San Jose. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that does um a lot of um they do readings of new plays or short stories and Poetry. poems. Yeah. yeah. Uh and actually our director for the show is um part of Play on Words. She's one of the co-founders of oh, Play on nice. Words. Yeah, so we're doing some cross promotion there. So that's one of our community partnerships. And we're working on other ones. Yeah. <laughs> So that's great. You got to yeah. start somewhere. That's yes. great. <laughs> yeah. We thought it was important to kind of follow that same model that uh, City Lights has shown us because it's important. Yeah. That's excellent. So, how did you two personally get involved with theater? Was it something that you were kind of born into or? Definitely not born into. No. Okay. <laughs> oh no, not born into. Both our parents are like, mm, I don't understand how we produce children like this. I know. <laughs> um, Theater. What is old it? as time. I got into <laughs> performing arts in middle school, and I did mostly choir and dance. Okay. Um, and then in high school, I shifted into theater. Um, I had this really great dream that I'd be on Broadway, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I ended up. Uh, going to Foothill Theater Conservatory. And um, actually, before that, I was at De Anza in an acting class, and that's actually where we first met. Yeah. That was seven years ago. Eight years? Something. Along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We'll say seven years ago. Seven years ago. Seven's a good number. Um, 
I also, my family does not really know theater. I'm the weird black sheep of the family that was like, hey, I like art. And I just kind of one day I remember deciding in middle school, you know, I want to act. And I'd never done it before. (laughs) I don't know where I got the idea. Um, But my high school did not really have a theater program. Um, We have a great teacher and he still works there um, who tried his best to create a theater program at the school. Um, you know, like creating his own little black box theater in a portable and trying to keep that alive. Um, and he brought us to a show here at City Lights. And so that was my first time watching a show. And I just, it just kind of kept growing. And then I went to De Anza and took the same class that Aaron did to where we met. And the teacher there was like, you know, um, Foothill College has a conservatory program, a two-year program that you have to audition for, but I think you guys should try it. Uh, so we did, and we she got in. Us in. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "You guys are getting in." We're so like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So we got in, and it's been theater nonstop since then. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. That's cool. Uh, does Deanza have like a pretty vibrant uh, theater arts program there? Um, it. I think it feels to me. It feels kind of the same way that like my high school program did. They have dedicated teachers, but they. It's mainly a music school. And um, the teachers are excellent. And they just, are excellent, they yeah. Don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's they don't have the funding. Or I feel like it is a lot to do with funding. Something like that mm-hmm. yeah. just hasn't been grown. That's usually what it comes down to with yeah. the arts. Yeah. Did De Anza connect you with City Lights Theater? Or how did you find that connection? So for me, what it was, was once we were at Foothill in the conservatory program, um, so it's a two-year program, and their second years get the opportunity to apply for an internship here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a box office internship, but um, City Lights is a very small um, small-staffed organization. Mm-hmm. So anything that goes on, pretty much everyone is involved with. You kind of hear everything, and it's not nothing is really kept a secret from you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew from when I was a first year when I heard that being told to the rest of the class that could apply, I was like, "Oh my god, I want to apply because I had already known about city lights, and again, one of those thoughts I had in my mind was, "I want to work there at some point, and we had gone seeing shows yeah. here from Deanza. We were assigned to go see a show mm-hmm. here, and then in Foothill um one of our teachers, he was an artistic director here at one point and mm-hmm. does still acts on stage here. Yeah. So we had s- some kind of a connection with it. Yeah. City lights a lot. Yeah. 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 So my, my personal, my door in was through that internship and I've been working at the company since then, since 2013. Yeah. And then for me, I went off to finish my bachelor's degree and I was coming back here and I was like, hey, Yvette, I'm coming back to the Bay Area. <laughs> this is really like, I, it sounds like really scripted, but this was the conversation <laughs> yeah. we were pretty much having. And she's like, what? Oh, that's so cool. And I was like, hey, are there any jobs at City Lights? Can you get me? <laughs> and I was like, yes, please. <laughs> so yeah, originally I was just like, hey, I can house manage. Like I've house managed other locations and she's like actually there's a marketing internship and you just got a degree in English writing so come here Perfect fit. yeah so just come and try it come and try it yeah that's great well it seems like it all worked out yeah <laughs> yes you both seem very happy so. yeah, yeah. I, I do love my time here <laughs> have you guys been on stage as far as a production with it with this company or I have yeah I've um I've been maybe in five or six shows here yeah, um, I think so. A lot of ensemble roles, um, but last year was it last year? 
Um, it was last season and the season before that you had huge roles. Yeah. I, say <laughs> <laughs> I, I was in a two person show called I and you, um, I believe not. Yeah. Two seasons ago in the spring. And then the spring after that, this past spring, I was in uh, rapture, blister, burn. Um, so they were two kind of bigger roles, which is nice. Two kind of. She was well, the, the two first person one. Show, two person like show was a bigger role. She was but half yes. the show. <laughs> and the other one was like a like a four or five person. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a, a thing that it's still kind of sitting in my brain, kind of settling. I've house managed many shows, and then yeah. for Frankenstein, I ran the video op as mm-hmm. the video op for that. So yeah. Video. What do you? What kind of uh, video are you talking about? It had about? projections. Oh. Lots of projections. Okay. Yeah, projection so mapping. I did the really um, difficult job of pressing a space bar <laughs> when told to. So. <laughs> hey, that's an important position. Hey, yeah. it was, oh, there was one stressful moment because there was a body cam moment, and the body cam, the the <laughs> Frankenstein's monster would come out on stage with the the camera strapped on and there would be people surrounding him yelling at him and it was projected on the back of the set it looked really cool but it was really stressful actually being like <laughs> is it online okay it's not well we're troubleshooting let's do it and you're we like trying to whisper that too and so you're just like okay no it's not working where's no. the it person <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, that was fun yeah that's great that's great has Mini Lights had its own production yet, or is that still a work in progress at this point in time? We're in the like works of this first production right yeah. now, and we have ideas of kind of what we want to do after it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Boom is our first production mm-hmm. we're putting on, and we're saying, you know, if this is successful to this one degree that we have set up in mind. The five days. Yeah, yes, yeah. the five yeah. days. You know, <laughs> we can go on and produce more shows and produce workshops for high schoolers and so on. Yeah. So we do have a couple of plans afterwards. Um, but this is, we're definitely viewing it as a learning experience. Of course. Um, and everyone that's on board is like, yeah, this is great. Every, everyone has a bit that they're learning in their own role. Um, so yeah, we're just kind of gearing up for that production that's coming up. Nice. Yeah. Well, you said it's been about two years since the conception of Mini Lights. Mm -hmm. What has gone into play from that starting point to now? Uh, A great deal of it was learning how to write grants. Yeah, that was like, that was a big uh, (laughs) stumbling. And and also finding where these grants are. You know, where do you look? Where, um, you know, what organizations do you reach out to and be like, oh, they have a grant that's available. Do we qualify? What do we need to set up, you know? to send in um and also just setting up our own group and deciding trying to budget yeah trying to discuss all of that and trying to find a play Mm -hmm. and our our own roles within our group um deciding exactly who's doing what um, since most of us all have like had a hand in one part of the administration Mm -hmm. or the other yeah we've all kind of worked in the office at some point Mm -hmm. Or worked with, um, like, Joseph has worked directly with Ron, who is the technical director. Is that his title? Or is it? uh, He's got a couple of, he wears quite a few hats. He's the production manager. And um, so he's, yeah, he's worked closely with Joseph, who is our own sort of Ron in our group. Mini Ron. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think that's really been what's taken up a lot of the time. And part of it also was, you know, it did, like I said, it started off as a joke. So it kind of was just 
a thought that lingered in the back of everyone's mind and then, you know, got brought back up like, wait, okay, but we were serious about doing this. So are you guys, you know, willing to do this kind of thing because it'll be different you know, like who, what, what theater company trusts a bunch of 20 somethings to be like, yeah, you can use our space and you can use our, our kind of our brand name and produce your own show, even if it's going to be a total failure, you well, know, emerging artists programs. Exactly. Yes. Told. Yeah. Yes. Which is a good way to say it, I'd say. Yeah. So, um, I think a lot of that was what took up the time. Yeah. <laughs> I would say putting all the pieces together. And that's a process. Figuring you guys... out what we were was most of it. Uh, yeah. Identity. <laughs> yes. Really. Yeah. Was um, that it was a difficult process, I'm assuming, based on how you're describing it, the granting process. The grants, yes, were difficult. I would uh, say. <laughs> how about the show itself? I mean, that's probably the fun part. You know, you get yeah. past the paperwork, figuring out how you're, what you're gonna produce mm-hmm. and how you're gonna do it. Where yeah. did the idea for Boom come from? Is it already a pre-written show that you're gonna produce or yes. So um we did have some guidelines. Partially from uh, Lisa Millette, the artistic director, we were told, you know, because it is your first production and you are learning how to do these things as any other company would, you should be using um, a, an actual published work, something mm-hmm. you have to apply for the rights for, you have to pay for, you, you know, have a lot of other things to consider. Uh, so no new works because that's a whole other ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um, and we came up with our own kind of rules don't do a musical because it costs too much yeah <laughs> and usually they're huge, and they're huge. Um, yeah so we, we thought of things like okay what do we want to produce we wanted to produce something that had um possibly i guess people our age yeah younger younger uh, our actors. actors that you know we saw that a lot of shows don't have many roles for younger actors or mm-hmm. they're like the lovers and you're like okay great <laughs> <laughs> um, <Typecasted>. yeah yeah <laughs> the babysitter <laughs> yeah. uh or we also were like you know we should stick to a one act instead of a two act play because we don't want it to be super long um, is this a one act it, it is, is a one act oh, okay um what's the running time it's we we haven't gone into rehearsals. Yeah, so we, yeah. <laughs> yeah starting, the air people. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm, I would say it's probably about an hour minutes. to ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. That tends to be the typical runtime of one act plays, about ninety minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um. But we also we had a play that was gonna be like a you know easily a two hour show that we had in mind, but it was a drama, and we quickly decided you know for our first show we might not want to give them drama. <laughs> We might want a sad, dysfunctional family (laughs) plagued by meth. Like, that's not... That's probably not the... What show is that? What was the runaround? It's a great show. It is a wonderful show. Um, It is actually called... um, It's That one is more of a new work, which is another thing that we were like, oh, no. Um, um, But it is called Qualities of Starlight, and it is wonderful, and we would love to use it at some point in the future, but... um, Not as our first attempt. Yeah. (laughs) Successful. Yeah, Yeah. we we were like, maybe we should... Okay, so we have these rules in place, and we thought, okay, well, what kinds of shows, you know, what have we seen that falls under those categories? Um, And Boom was actually produced by a theater company that um, was also local uh, a couple of years ago. Um, And it is a three-person play. Mm -hmm. It is a comedy that takes place in one room. And we were like, you know, that A, B, C, that falls under all the things that we want. Um, Two of the characters are in their... 20s ish one of them is she's written to be older but can be 
um, pretty much any age, really. But we did cast someone that is uh, older than the other two characters. Um, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it sounds like the perfect choice for your it, first production. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just when we, I bought the script and I started reading it, I was just like, this is it. And I was like, here, guys, read it. We're doing this play. <laughs> yeah. I think that yeah. was kind of how. And I think Taylor was the first person to bring it up. She's like, hey, I remember that our one friend was in this show called Boom. Should we look into it? And I was like, yeah, I'll just order it. And then I was like, no, this is the one we're doing. Like, <laughs> yeah. And of course, as a small group, you know, you want everyone to read it. You want everyone to be on board. You don't want to, you know. It's a team effort. It's a team effort. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to force someone in your group to be like, no, we're doing this play, even though they hate it. And thankfully, all of us were like, yeah, this is actually, this is a little weird. It's funny. It's quirky. It is quirky, definitely. So we're and It kind really of matches excited. our personalities, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. It sounds like a really good process. Yes. Yeah. Um, when it comes to starting, I mean, you guys are basically starting a company. Mm-hmm. To a certain extent, right? Yes. With help from a bigger production. Yes. Yeah. How has, I mean, the podcast focuses a lot on San Jose as a city. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? How has being in San Jose affected that process? I've heard from other organizations we've interviewed that the grant process and finding the financial and, you know, capabilities in the city mm-hmm. is more difficult. So you just went through that process. Could you touch on that aspect a little bit? Yeah. I mean, we were both born and raised in San Jose. Mm-hmm. And so this arts community is the arts community that I grew up in. And um, I think, yeah, finding grants that are not tech-based are really hard. And um, trying to be like, okay, we could bring tech into this um, to see if we can get something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Like, to be honest, we applied to the Adobe grant. We didn't get it because we just weren't close enough to what they were looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and it's it's kind of hard finding stuff that's meant just purely for starting theater. And um, we really have to take the education approach, which we are getting educated, but we really have to like push that and say, this is in. an educational yeah. program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in many ways. I mean, I feel like theater just is educational in all aspects of life. Um, but I find that living in San Jose, where there is such a, a push for technology and, um, you know, startups and things, it, it is difficult to remind people that the arts are important. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've, I've grown up here. I know this community, you know, it's, I still consider myself fairly new to the theater community, Mm -hmm. um, because I haven't done it since I was a child, but it, I think seeing how, um, the arts community is, trying to flourish um, is really what pushed me to be like, you know what, this is a great idea for us to try to do this because we are part of the future of theater. And if we aren't trying to do something about it continuing, then where is it going to go? And if we aren't the ones that are pushing for it to continue and to stay alive, then it's just going to die out. It's true. Yeah. So, um, it is, I mean, I love Silicon Valley. Um, as a beautiful mixture of cultures. Yeah. And that's also something that we, we look for. And um, Yvette being like the artistic side of this is great because um, she's Latina. Yeah. <laughs> and she really like pushes for um, having diversity in theater. Yeah. And I think that's lovely. I push for 
um, integration of deaf culture. That's something mm-hmm. I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. And City Lights just got a grant to produce a show to include um, deaf and hearing actors in yeah. sign language, oh, which is cool. really cool. So um, that's something that City Lights tries to strive for. That's something that we uh, strive for is diversity. And um, yeah, that's another thing I think that's important to the arts. Mm-hmm. So that kind of that being said, do you guys see the evolution of technology and also your position as kind of being as young as you are? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see technology playing a role in future theater? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, Aaron mentioned earlier that um, like City Lights did a production of Frankenstein where we used um, a body cam and there was also uh, projection mapping <laughs> that was used. I think that as theater is growing, especially in a place like Silicon Valley, it is definitely a great place to integrate those two worlds. Um, I mean, we also did a production of Build, which had to do with two guys who... Um, Making a video game? It's like, they, yeah, they made video games and they, they create like, you know, all these different worlds and like AI. Right. And um, I think it's just about getting the tech world into the theater world because yeah Yeah. because i mean the arts are like yeah we want to include all the tech but it's hard to reach out sometimes to the other world and to get them to pay attention Mm -hmm. um it is definitely possible but i think it's still it it needs that push we are still trying to reach out and as for me for marketing i think technology makes it a lot easier for me um there was a time that you know, print media and, you know, going out and passing out flyers everywhere was the most effective approach. And now it's boosting on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And that saves me time because I can do that from home (laughs) and I don't have to go out walking all over downtown. But like things like that, we can, you know, do Yvette and I have done a couple of Facebook live streams and Mm -hmm. tried to connect with our audiences and um, making it so that were accessible as well. And mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, I took some of my inspiration for the marketing, watching what other theater, bigger theater companies do mm-hmm. and trying to be like, oh, all right, I'm going to try to emulate them on a smaller scale with like the time that I have to devote to this. But um, I see that they're doing this one thing and it's really effective for them. So I want to try to do the same thing. Yeah, you're not trying to reinvent the wheel, really. No. You know, yeah. <laughs> get the word out there. Yeah. Um, you said live stream. What kind of a stream was it? Did you live stream the show or more just informational stuff? Mostly informational stuff. So we just went on Facebook Live. Um, we announced our play that way. We announced our cast. Um, we did like a Q&A session. Oh, very mm-hmm. cool. Um, so we just kind of did a couple fun things. And mostly it was our friends and family <laughs> on there. <laughs> but um, You start somewhere, you know? Yeah. But, you know, that's who we're getting support from right now, which is great. And I yeah. continually have friends in the theater community who come up to me and they're like, it is so cool you're doing this Tell me more. Like, I'm so interested that you guys are doing your own production and, Mm -hmm. you know, going through with this because I wouldn't have the guts to do it or, you know, or I I wouldn't have the time to do that or I just wouldn't have the uh, access to do it. Mm -hmm. So that's been really cool. It is a great opportunity. Yes, it really is. Yeah. Do you guys have connections with other theaters in the area? I mean, San Jose 
stage is right there and then yeah um, the um, tavern theater of course and yeah we have um i mean we we both act so we have worked with a couple of other theater companies um i love silicon valley shakespeare. yeah we're pretty connected <laughs> to silicon valley shakespeare also um let's see um we have a couple of friends in theater works here at the pair uh los alto stage company yeah so it's i mean the, as far as the greater bay area yeah we do have a lot of friends in multiple places which is great because we also get that support from them um i don't know theater tends to be kind of a big family i mm-hmm. find yeah i think a lot of people have this idea that it's kind of like everyone trying to it's like everyone for themselves, themselves. <laughs> everyone for themselves but that's not the south bay at least that's not yeah. um it's it's area. just not the bay area i find it's not about like it you know i mean you you get instances where yeah you get a little competitive but it for the most part it's kind of a big family a lot of people know each other you're just trying to boost other people and the art that everyone's creating because I think especially in the Bay Area, we tried to create work that is meaningful and mm-hmm. important. Um, well, competition is good. You know, it it, it is, yeah. But in the end, it sounds like everyone has your back to a certain extent. Well, yeah, We're healthy competition. Costumes, yeah, sets, props. Yeah, you know, and everyone yeah. works everywhere. So it's, you know, you're bound to know someone that knows someone else. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's beautiful. Yes. I don't, I'm not even sure if that's how the tech like, companies are. I know. Like even <laughs> when you're in an audition room, I heard, I was talking to someone last night at the opening of Miss Bennett and they said that they were down in LA and they would be in an audition room and someone would say, hey, your car's going to get towed just to get oh God, them yeah. out of the oh, audition wow. room. <laughs> I've heard that one too. <laughs> and That's um, what we call healthy competition. And stuff like, <laughs> and stuff like oh, I'm... I'm the nephew of the guy producing this, so you're not even going to get this. And trying to like get at their confidence that way. And you would not see that at all in an audition room here. Like it's all like, hey, you look nervous. Don't be nervous. You're going to be great. It's going to be all right. Like even if we were like competing for like Yvette and I have been up for the same role Mm -hmm. lots of times because we're (laughs) like both short, young looking females. So um, like, even that, like, we've been considered for the same role, mm-hmm. just the two of us. And so it's not even, and we're still best friends. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things like, hey, you were the right person for that cast. So it's more of that, I think. Yeah. So I find that there is, there is, like we said, healthy competition. Um, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of, like, tearing down, which is great. Well, why do you think that exists so much in other areas? Like in LA, people are fighting for, you know, places in movies. Could yeah. that be yes. why? Or in New York, it's Broadway. Yeah. So does that bigger scale exist in San Jose? Or is everyone supporting each other because there isn't anything? I want to say the reason why is all the people in LA and New York, that's the like main job. That's the job they're trying to get. And you've, you've lived down there, so you have a better idea, yeah. I think. LA or New York? Uh, LA. Okay. Yeah. And... I would say here it's more of most people have a day job Mm -hmm. and this is what they do and they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. So it's less of I need this job to get myself out of this like um, (laughs) position that I'm in, whether they're like wait, like they're waiting, being a waiter or something. My brother did that for a while. Um, Whether they're trying to get out of some job like that or they're like, I want to be that breakthrough actor and, um, that's more full-time acting job, whereas the Bay Area is like you're going to have rehearsals at night. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the main differences. There's not that pressure of like you need this job. 
Mm-hmm. It's more of I want to be a part of this artistic. Yeah, it's for fun at yeah. this point. Yeah, so, you know, it's I think yeah, it really boils down to not, being passionate about what you do. Not that and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> none of these actors want. They would probably love a full time acting job. Oh but yeah. Like <laughs> Does that hurt the overall production of what you're trying to to put on the stage? Uh, in what sense? It's not their full time job because of the fact that it's not you know, what they're doing all the time. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that hurts the actual production that you're trying to put on the stage at all? No, not at all. I think that actually, because people are, um, this isn't their full-time job and they decide to do this simply because they're passionate about it, you tend to find that people work extra hard to try to create the best possible thing that they can because our time is so limited with each other. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, you're going to be the one out on stage. And if you don't know your lines or, yeah. you know, something weird happens, like you don't know you're blocking. I would also say the rehearsal badly on you. The rehearsal process is different for being a full time actor mm-hmm. and being um, in more of these stipend um, shows. Yeah. In which uh, if for theater works, for example, theater works is an equity house they're going to be having rehearsals, you know, like a normal nine to five job. Um, but they rehearse for maybe two weeks before the show opens. And, and depends, you know, or production depends, from it, production. Yeah. yeah, it depends on the production and depends on what ha- what's happening. But they, they tend to have, I feel like, a shorter amount of time, mm-hmm. whereas a production at City Lights might have a month and a half of rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a month of rehearsals. Like five to six weeks, yeah. So, um it just is a different, you know, they make up for it, like where it's little bits throughout the days and yeah. Saturday, Saturday rehearsals and stuff like that. Well, mm-hmm. like you said, it's passion. So mm-hmm. if they're not interested in doing it, then they're not going to be a part of the production to begin with. Yeah. And yes. So, yeah. They're like, I'm not going to waste my time if I don't like yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they probably want to do the best they can. Oh, know, yeah, definitely. I, I have a friend actually who says um, because of how passionate we are about what we do, She's like, of course, there is a level of fun, but I'm not here to just have fun. I'm here to work. Mm-hmm. We, um, I tend to find that a lot of Bay Area actors view this as a second job, like not just a, a hobby or a side thing. It is something you're passionate about that you are working towards and working in. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen to cover all your bills. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully that, that's changing, you know. Yeah, I hope it. I hope that changes for the Bay Area. Yeah, and it, it can be tough. Yeah. yeah, because of you know, like we said, the money's going to tech companies, and um, so the funding for the arts isn't as great. So m- I know many theater companies who would love to pay all of their actors, but sometimes it just is impossible. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Or they're limited with their sets and costumes because Mm -hmm. um, they only have so much of a budget. But I also feel like when you're limited with a budget, you can also come up with some really cool, magical. Yeah, that's where creativity comes in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, being young, scrappy, and hungry. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mini Lights still in a mini stage mm-hmm. <laughs> in its infancy. But, exactly. <laughs> but where do you see in an ideal world, where do you want to end up? Do you want to continue being a part of city lights or would it eventually split off and just be kind of a sister organization? Hmm. We've, we've talked about this and um, I think we've considered 
both possibilities yeah. in which uh, it could become a serious second stage company. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe we would shift more into producing new works um, with more experience. Yeah. And then we've also, I think, discussed how we would love to run a theater company um, and whether or not that's like coming directly out of this. We all think, I don't think we're like coming directly out of this experience being like, we're ready to run our theater. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get the ground running. I, th I think that would be down the line, <laughs> mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I think, you know, all of us to some degree would love to run a theater company. Yeah. Nice. I think that's, that's the place that we're all at at the moment. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Well, yeah, I mean, we definitely appreciate you guys speaking with us. Oh, thank I mean, you guys for coming in. Is there anything that you want to tell people out there or anything you want to get out? I don't want to call it plug time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we were talking about Boom, which is coming up, yeah. <laughs> do you want to plug it? Yeah, yeah. Come see our show. <laughs> February, oh man, 25th through... Tw 29th is that oh, I'm no bad. I'm bad. that's so wrong it's, 22nd uh, through 25th yes that's what it is yes February 22nd through the 20th no that's well, not right want to find you online yes find, yeah find us at minilights.org mm -hmm. um you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, Twitter. And okay. this, yeah those yeah. are the places we haunt and as always guys we're gonna put all that into the um the text for the uh, podcast so look that up click on a link check out their website and yeah it seems like you guys are doing well so we're excited to see everything that comes out thank you very much yeah thanks for having us of course <laughs>